thank you for tuning in to another episode of Make Gospel Music. You're talking about something that many people love to do, want to do in relation to the business that they do, and that is traveling. So you may have traveled for your job. In other areas, you may have traveled to visit family. There are some different layers that come into play when you are traveling for business related to music industry. So I just wanted to kind of lay some things on you guys. And I think this will be a fun episode. Let's jump right in. So I recently had a trip that I went on as far as my production is concerned. I'm working with a particular client that has me traveling back and forth to Detroit. And I'm working on their session that they're preparing for. So even before that, the thing that I really loved about the year 2022, God opened the door for me to be able to travel quite a bit with different people. And that was one of my prayers for several years. God, I want to be able to allow my music ministry to take me across the country in a different way. So here's some things that I've learned very quickly doing itinerant ministry, shall I say, for church and for music related to gospel industry. One of the first things that you need to do when you're looking at setting up trip plans, setting up something, especially if it's in regards to something that someone else is doing, you want to get everything spelled out. When I say spelled out, I mean, if you have a written paper trail of whatever the agreement is between you and that person, get it in writing. You want to be able to refer back to it because I'll tell you, this is a one-on-one on business itself, but especially when it comes to traveling, anybody that wants you to come do something for them and wants you to come be a part of what they're doing, there has to be clear-cut instructions and guidelines as to what's happening, who's paying for what, how it's going to take place, how are you going to get there, how are you going to get back home. So that's why I say having the writing. If you are working with someone, you may not have a situation where because this sometimes happens, where that person is paying all of the expenses related to you coming. Maybe you're working with someone that you have a relationship with and they're asking you to help out as a favor. You still need to get all these details because you need to have a clear understanding of what you have to cover, what you're going to be able to cover to know if you can do that project. So one thing I learned last year was multiple people that I was working with and they were trying to set up different trips and do different things. And I kind of had to, for myself, put in a policy to say, I'm not going to be able to take certain trips and do certain things unless the expense is paid for as far as travel. And the reason why that came into play was because I had the money to pay for my own transportation as far as getting to that destination, flying and doing those things. This happened multiple times. So it's not just aimed at any one person. So making those plans, of course, things change. Sometimes through no fault of anybody's, through no fault of the artists that, you know, trying to do things for or the other person that you're trying to do things for that you're working with. Travel plans change. You may not even be going on the trip and you may not necessarily be the one that has to go on the trip anymore. Whatever the case is, Things change. So with that being said, you want to make sure whatever they do on their end, that's how they handle their business side. And I actually had to kind of eat it with one particular instance where I wasn't able to come and the flight was already paid for. 
So, again, not aiming one. I've, I've had to deal with those situations myself. So, what you want to make sure is that your flight that you're booking or your hotel that you're booking, if you're the one that's having to book it, you want to make sure that it is refundable. Say it with me. Refundable. So that you can cancel. If you need to cancel, you can still get your money out so it's not tied up in something. Now, the good news is certain situations, I know having the ability to use Southwest and other airlines will do something similar to Southwest had a flight credit. Even though I wasn't able to get a full refund on one particular flight, I was able to later apply those funds to something else down the line. But the thing about that is you have to let that money sit until you have something else to use it for. So just be mindful of all those things. If you are making travel plans, I mean, it's no different from personally, but there are some additional elements that come into play. Like I said, dealing with other people. Now, if you can get a situation where that person that is bringing you in is paying for all of your expenses, you want to be able to get that, like I said, written down somewhere or have the person text it to you or email the details to you so that you can refer back to it. And then if something comes up, you could be able to refer back and say, hey, you said this is this was covered if you're not using a, a formal contract. So you want to ask these questions. Am I getting a flight? Am I, is my flight covered to and from the event? If it's not, are you giving me gas to drive there? If it's not somebody that's right around the area. And then you want to also make sure, are you covering the hotel that I'm getting? How many days are you covering? What is the situation with that, the hotel, because you also want to make sure that if that person is buying the hotel for you, they're doing everything they need to do to check you into that hotel. And then just having things put in place to where you're not having to do any crazy things yourself. Like you're waiting on them to show up at the hotel because they forgot to check you into the hotel or check your room out. So you want to make sure those things are covered. And then you also want to ask, okay, so how am I going to eat when I get there? Am I getting a per diem? Are you guys taking me around with you the whole time and y'all feeding me? You want to ask those questions before you get there so that if the person is not able to do that, you're making sure that you're covered. And that leads me to the other thing. When you get to the city, if it's not the city that you already live in, are you all transporting me around in that city? Because I've been in situations where sometimes the person that's bringing me in may not have the ability to drive me around everywhere. And that's fine as long as there's an Uber or something else, you know, in place for that. Or you may decide to get your own car. But that's why I say having those conversations, this is the key. Having those conversations before you get there is extremely important so that there is no miscommunication, misunderstanding frustration because there were different expectations of what was going to happen and you get there and you frustrated. So that's before, before you get there. So as you are planning, let's say you are packing for an event, you want to know the policies for each airline. Why do I say that? Well, after learning a few different trips with Spirit, I learned for me that if it was something that was a overnight type situation, and I didn't need to pack a lot of things. I was going to do my best to fit everything, literally everything into my backpack. And that has worked for me because I quickly got tired of 
having to pay for bag fees and certain things that because I have flown Southwest most of my life, I'm not used to paying. So I'm not going to diss spirit on here because this is not a trash spirit podcast. But if you are having to fly certain airlines with different policies, make sure you know what those policies are. And I'm not going to spend too much time on that. Same thing with, you know, United, American Airlines, Southwest. Some airlines are willing to do things that other airlines may not be able to do or are not willing to do. So just know all that. And then also be mindful that we are in the year where a lot of flights have been canceled for various reasons. A lot of things have been happening with the airlines. So if you have some say and you're hearing that, okay, this is a season right now where a lot of Southwest flights are being canceled, unfortunately. If you're hearing things about certain airlines that might present a problem for you in your traveling, be sure to mention that to whoever is booking those flights for you. Or if you have to book your own flights, be sure to keep that in mind. You want to have a pulse on whatever is going on with those particular airlines and the travel situation. So we cover travel. We cover getting there to wherever the event is. You want to maintain a professional posture at all times, especially in my situation. I travel with a choir, not every time, but at times we have to travel in a group and a lot of us will be on the same plane. So me personally, when I get to the airport, I have to set aside whatever frustrations I might have, set aside any issues, things that I might be dealing with that have nothing to do with what's going on, what we're about to do. And I have to set myself in the mindset of professionalism. Why do I say that? You want to make sure that you are allowing yourself plenty of time to get to the airport. You want to make sure that when you get to the airport and you're seeing other people and dealing with other people, that you have a spirit that does not communicate to anyone that you have an attitude or that you are mean or difficult. It may just be, you, it's really early in the morning and you're cranky and you don't feel like talking. But it's ways that you can kind of deal with that if you're not a morning person or maybe you just didn't have a great day before you went to the airport, make sure you're resetting yourself, refocusing yourself so that as you're coming around people that you're having to do ministry with, as much as possible, you can avoid those miscommunications and issues that come up as we are making exchanges with each other. So those are things to keep in mind. Make sure you are reviewing the policies when it comes to what you can put in your bags because I've lost some perfume and some different things, just not paying attention to the ounce thing maybe you've traveled before you already know those things but even coming back i would say try to leave some room in your suitcase sometimes people will give you things i've had huge gift baskets that were given to me in a particular ministry situation and it was great but i could only take so much home because i didn't really think about having to leave room in my suitcase to be able to bring something back so that's something you might want to keep in mind as well. Try to leave a little space before if you buy something, pick something up at the airport, maybe not the airport, but pick something up before you go to the airport. Those things are great to have space for. So you want to make sure that as you are traveling, you're being careful about what you say to people. You're being careful about how you present yourself to people. If there are things that happen that frustrate you, while you're on the road, 
you still have to maintain an aura of professionalism. I've had my moments where I've vented, I've done different things. I haven't exactly kept a professional face at all times. So this is not me coming down on anyone. This is not me coming at someone saying, this person did this when you were out on the road. This has nothing to do with that. So what you want to do, this is something you want to be doing consistently. I can tell you without a shadow of a doubt that I know people who travel on the road consistently that are constantly called on by some of the highest people just because they have a great spirit and they are not easily offended. They're not easily influenced. They're not easily thrown off track by little things. There's just a lot of little things that may happen while you're on the road. And so you have to keep your focus all times. So just some points for you. When you're in the city, you want to be friendly. You want to be as friendly as possible. I've seen people come into a situation, they're from out of town, and maybe they don't know everybody there, but you don't have to go around looking mean, looking like, we gotta kill these folks, we gotta do this, we gotta do that. Try to make friends with people. As you're making those traveling arrangements, you're going to a new place, you're seeing new people, try to be friendly. Hey, how you doing? You know, I'm wherever you're from. I'm from Dallas, I'm from Chicago. How you guys doing? What are you guys up to? Just being friendly, you never know when you can make connections with someone that are lifelong. And of course, with the power of social media, you can still keep up with that person well after that event is over with. But you just never know who you're rubbing shoulders with. So keep those things in mind and also make sure that you're on top of your stuff, whatever it is that you're being called to do in that situation. Maybe you're getting called to play some music. Maybe you're getting called to sing. Maybe you're getting called to do something or make arrangements for something. You want to make sure you are doing all the preparation that you need to before you get on that plane. Now, if you're listening to stuff, just as a refresher, reminder, you're listening to your music on the plane, trying to make sure you're good. There's nothing wrong with that. Where the problem comes in is when we're being asked to go all the way out of town to do something else and we haven't properly prepared while we were in a state back home where we could prepare ourselves to do whatever we're being asked to do. So I can say without a shadow of a doubt, there are always going to be times where maybe we don't feel as confident as we could going into a situation. I've had those little moments here and there, but we need to be doing everything that we can do to make sure that we are polished in our presentation and our performance so that we don't embarrass ourselves and don't embarrass the people that asked us to come do what we did. So when you're in there, I would say, try to make those connections. If you see people that are maybe industry people, major name people, there's nothing wrong with trying to let them know who you are, trying to make connections, do those things. Be careful about coming off as too pushy or too clingy or too whatever. For me, it's funny how many people have said that I've just kind of gotten to a place of like, you're so laid back, you're so quiet, you're so this and that. And I think for me, because I've had those moments of you're freaking out over this person and you're starstruck and you want to be in their face, taking a picture, doing those things. There is nothing wrong with that. That's great. What you have to remember is those people are people too. This may be the 50th thing that they've done in the past 30 days and yes I know that number doesn't add up but for some people that's the reality of it 
they say on the go, they are constantly being bombarded with people who want their time and attention and want them to take yet another selfie with them. So me having been on both sides of it, I've become a lot more sensitive to that situation where that person that is a celebrity in your eyes and you look up to them and you want to, you know, I got to take a picture. I got to do those things. I was on a plane with who I believe to be was probably Scotty Pippen. It looked like Scotty Pippen. And I was on my way to New York at the time. And when I saw him, my eyes locked with his eyes. And he quickly kind of looked away. And what I realized was he doesn't want to be identified. And I think he was just realizing, oh, she might recognize who I am. Let me just, let me just turn around real quick. And so I wasn't really going to make a big deal out of it. I like basketball. I respect him and what he does. I wasn't having a freak out moment in that moment. So I respected his face, but it just reminded me what I've noticed for a long time now. I've seen many other musical people in similar situations where they don't really want people talking to them at that moment, not because they don't want to be friendly, they don't want to be sociable, but it's just like, it's really hard when you have to be on all the time. You're constantly on. There's constantly somebody seeing, constantly somebody stop me, you trying to talk to you and say, what's up? That's the thing that people don't realize about what we call to be fame or what we call to be notoriety is that it has its drawbacks. It has its disadvantages and it can be very draining and exhausting. You have a nonstop schedule. You have a nonstop itinerary of things to do, people to see, people want to talk your ear off. So me being acutely aware of that with people that I work with, I just try to say what I say, do what I do, get out the way, and keep it moving. And then I think the people that I have been blessed to make relationships with who are considered to be more well-known, they can respect that about me, that I don't pull on them any more than I have to. And so even just in general, regular people, people that we see every day that may not be as famous or well-known, it's the same principle. You don't want to wear people out Every time you see them, making them feel as though you're bothering them or you're just doing too much. So anytime that happens, just be mindful of how you present yourself, how you exist in other people's space. And I'm going to say one more thing. And I'm, I'm really kind of wrapping up here because I think I covered most everything that I wanted to cover. But when you are in those situations, let's just say you get in the room with your favorite artist of all time you're in the studio, you're in the live recording session, you're in the green room, listening in on those conversations. The last thing you want to do is too much talking. Too much in those types of environments, in those types of arenas, you want to be able to listen, you want to be able to glean, and you want to be able to not stand out in the negative way. You have too much to say. They're wondering where you came from because the energy of the room is being affected. You want to be able to blend in in such a way where it feels natural for you to be in the room and then you get called back. So that's the thing that I learned being a producer as well and being in situations with other producers, other people who create and are creative, they can respect you so much more when you are bringing that positive energy to the room 
and you're not adding too much energy like chaotic or confusion or just nervous energy because I know me I can talk more when I get nervous some people may have different things that they do when they're nervous and not even realizing that people are picking up on that nervous energy be calm stay calm and make sure that you are enjoying every moment of that situation because you never know when that might be the one thing that opens the door for you but you don't want to force the door open you don't want to be that person that is trying to make we call them bugaboos <laughs> in texas my dad used to use the term a bugaboo is someone that they are just constantly pushing they're constantly trying to get in with someone they're constantly trying to let me you know bug people until they give me what i want to get and you don't want to be that person you don't want to be that person you don't want to have that reputation of people oh yeah do you know so and so yeah he's a bugaboo don't worry about him she's a bugaboo she's just gonna be in your face just do too much and all that stuff you don't want that to be you so just keep all those things in mind and you'll be surprised at how things will work out when people see that you're relaxed, you are in the room and you're not taking up too much space, if you know what I mean. So all those things are very helpful to know. And we'll try to talk more about the business of things because when you go out of town, it's some things that as you continue to work on your craft and establish your brand, you want to make sure that someone pulling you out of town, they're making it worth your while and they're taking care of you when they do that. So I hope this was helpful to you. 